0: Welcome to The Awesome Pod Makes you are listening to Abby. The idea behind this podcast was to talk about how certain movies and TV shows made me feel when I watched them for the very first time. A reputed filmmaker once said, When a piece of art invokes a similar feeling amidst a large audience, it's the triumph of the filmmaker. That's the magic of cinema. I love the magic of cinema. Today I'll be talking about Marvel Studios, The Marvels. Despite what Uncle Mori says, all Marvel movies are cinematic. The movie is written by Nia DaCosta, Megan McDonnell, and Alyssa Karasik. The movie is directed by Nia DaCosta. It, too, has a Kevin Feige production credit. Marvel Studios' title sequence now includes Carol, Monica, and Kamala specific moments from the MCU. The film begins with a shot of the dying son of Hala. Ships in the shape of a diamond appear through a UNTN portal and travel to a moon-like surface planet. The text appears, MB-418. The Kree excavate the encasing of the bands. Darben is introduced. She wields a weapon similar to Ronan's that emits purple energy. Darben retrieves a bangle similar to Ms. Marvel's. These bangles-slash-bands were forged in a pair. These bands created the UNTN. UNTN stands for Universal Neural Teleportation Network. Darben is furious that the other band is missing. Tyrone Darben's supervisor believes they'll find the other one soon. He thinks it must be buried someplace else. Darben questions, like where? Cut to Jersey City. I'm a sucker for such transitions. I just love them. I can't write without inserting such transitions in my scripts. Most of my TV scripts have either had visual transitions or dialogue transitions. Sometimes it's a sickness and I can't stop. At Kamala's house, Muniba hollers at Kamala to check if she's doing her homework. Kamala confirms, yeah, science. The song Double Bubble Trouble by M.I.A. plays. We see a stop-motion sequence of Kamala daydreaming because for her, Physics sucks. The text over the stop motion sketch reads: Kamala Khan 16. Powers hard light. Likes comics, writing fan fiction. Dogs. Nihari smushies. Dislikes homework. Spiders. What would Kamala do when she meets Spider-Man? Kamala daydreams about meeting Captain Marvel. When she would introduce herself as Miss Marvel to Captain Marvel, they will say in unison: "Twinsies." When the sequence ends, Kamala is in her costume as she flocks on the bed. Miss Marvel's post credit sequence plays. Kamala's bangle starts to pulsate with energy. As she tries to shrug that off, she crashes into a door and disappears. Carol switches places with her. Carol looks around and sees a shrine dedicated to her. Text over black screen appears earlier that day. Carol is on her ship, scanning her memories with the help of the scroll memory device. We see the events of the movie Captain Marvel, including one glimpse of the deleted scene, wherein Captain Marvel destroys the Supreme Intelligence. When Carol wakes up, we see that she has a photo of Maria and is keeping a tab on Monica's achievements. Monica's article headline reads, Local Louisiana Shoots for the Stars. There's also a picture of Maria and young Monica on Carol's deck. This shows Carol misses Maria and cares for Monica. Nick Fury calls Carol to discuss the surge of energy in the jump points on MB-418. He requests her to check it out as she's nearby. So, one of the reasons of entanglement between these characters is because of the sudden surge of energy at these jump points. Monica is outside of Sabre in a space suit fixing something. She goes on to check on some jump point that's unstable and radiating energy. If this movie is taking place after the events of Secret Invasion, Nick Fury is awfully out of character. There's no sense of Maria Hill's or Talos's loss. Where is Fury's wife, Vara slash Priscilla? At MB418, Carol finds the case that has the gold markings of the bangle. Carol calls Fury and confirms that she found the source of the surge over the jump points. The jump point is not closing because it's unstable. Nick Fury patches Monica in over his call with Carol. It's an awkward conversation between Carol and Monica. Over a split-screen, we see Carol and Monica touching the jump point's energy simultaneously and Kamala's bangle pulsates. Switch! Carol is in Kamala's house. Monica fights the Kree at MB-418. Kamala is in a space suit outside Saber. Kamala, of course, is overjoyed to see Nick Fury. Kamala says, Nick Fury, is this an Avengers test? She introduces herself as Kamala but then says her superhero name is Miss Marvel and she's without a mask. This whole thing is reminiscent of Spider-Man introducing himself to Doctor Strange's Peter Parker and then changing it to his made-up name, Spider-Man. Back on Earth, the Khan family meets Carol. Carol now switches places with Monica at MB Four One Eight and fights the Kree. The Kree soldier slips it to Carol that the Supremo is already on Tarnax. Carol informs Nick Fury that the Kree are responsible for the jump point's energy surge and they are going after Tarnax. At Sabre, Monica discusses about Kamala with fury. On Earth, the Khan family interrogates Kamala about Carol. Muniba thinks Kamala is lying. Amir thinks Kamala and Carol are in cahoots. Yusuf is the only one who believes Kamala's silence. Kamala can't contain her excitement knowing that Captain Marvel was roaming in her house. Carol goes to Tarnax and sneaks into Darben's ship. Darben initiates peace talks with Emperor Droge. He was mentioned in the TV show Secret Invasion. My concern was why would Emperor Droge agree to any kind of peace talk with Darben? You have finally settled on Tarnax. There's no reason for the Skrulls to relocate. In fact, the Skrulls on Earth should come to Tarnax and live there peacefully. Darben reveals when Carol destroyed everything, heretics rose to power to fill the void. Hala's son is dying. Darben is willing to aid the Skrulls to relocate and live with the Cree. Darben wants to strip Tarnax of its atmosphere. She literally comes to the Skrulls and threatens them under the ruse of peace. She is a villain. She'll strip the atmosphere anyway and make the Skrulls suffocate. Some Cree soldier spots Carol on Darben's ship and addresses her as annihilator. The moment she uses her powers to fight the Cree soldier, she switches with Kamala. Kamala witnesses Goose the Flurkin swallowing the Cree soldiers. She reacts yelling, Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Monica lands at the Khan family house and fights the Cree soldiers. The Khan family runs around the house to save themselves from the pre-soldier's attack. At Sabre, Carol and Fury discuss what transpired at MB-418. Carol reveals she touched flowing mysterious energy and that's when they started to switch places. Fury is like no more touching flowing mysterious shit. He ain't wrong. The audience feels the same way. Carol switches with Kamala again and the Cree soldier addresses her as an eye later, to which she says, I don't like that name. The big three-switch sequence continues over the music of Ratata by Skrillex, Missy Elliott and Mr. Ozio. I feel the entire sequence was wonderfully choreographed. There's a lot of seamless movement and it flows beautifully. The Khan house is nearly wrecked. Kamala now switches between Khan house and Sabre. Carol is back on Darben's ship. She switches with Kamala. Monica switches with Carol at the Khan family house, and Amber's spectacles break. Monica rushes to save Muniba, who's already trying to save Yusuf. The switch happens again with Kamala at Saber. Monica discusses her theory about the switching with Fury. Monica reveals the switch happens when the two or the three of them use their powers at the same time. Fury says, "Strong theory." Kamala cleans her wrecked home. The Khan family ties up the Kree soldiers. The doorbell rings. It's Monica and Nick Fury at the door. They're looking for Kamala. Kamala jumps with excitement. Monica has Kamala's info on a transparent tablet. Kamala checks if it's an Apple iPad. Monica says they wish. It's a top-secret tablet. Kamala says if it's top-secret, why is it on a clear base? The girl has a valid point. Kamala asks, What's Sabre? Monica replies, Strategic Aerospace Biophysics and Exolinguistic Response. After Monica explains it, Nick Fury jumps in saying it's classified. Nicholas J. Fury, why didn't you try saying that before she blabbed it out? Muniba inquires why Monica and Nick Fury have information on Kamala. Are they surveilling them? Muniba's concerns are not just paranoia. They do get racially profiled, and Kamala is just a kid. Monica clarifies that they are keeping a track on Kamala because she saved Jersey City. Monica goes on to explain the Marvel's light based power set. When Monica says Aunt Carol, Kamala reacts Did you say Aunt Carol? Monica deflects. Kamala asks, What's Monica's code name? Monica reveals she doesn't have any. Kamala says, We'll workshop it. Monica says, No, thank you. Monica is amused by the nature of Kamala's powers. When Kamala tries to demonstrate her powers, she switches places with Carol. Carol calls Monica Luton in trouble. Monica clarifies she's captain now. Yusuf is confused about how Carol is Monica's aunt. How are they related by blood? Yusuf says, toh bilkul ek lagte. Translation, they don't resemble at all. Muniba says, families are complicated, Yusuf. Monica explains the concept of quantum entanglement. Carol asks how Monica got her powers. Monica reveals the events of WandaVision. She walked through a witch's hex and got her powers. Muniba reacts saying, I am very happy for you. Where's our daughter? Carol takes off and accidentally switches with Kamala. Kamala is free-falling. Fury urges Monica to fly or else Kamala won't graduate high school. Fury yells, black girl magic. It's a motivational phrase indicating black women can do anything. Monica flies to save Kamala. The first time, Kamala phases through Monica. The next time, Monica grabs both of Kamala's hands upside down in mid-air. Kamala creates a hard light bubble. Carol now switches and finds herself with the Han family. Nick Fury reacts relieved. Kamala and Monica land at Darben's ship and get captured. I'm glad when Kamala sees a bangle similar to hers with Darben, she hides it under her sleeve. Smart. Monica scans Darben's bangle using her powers. Darben puts on her bangle and is about to attack Kamala and Monica. But Carol arrives in the nick of time to save the both of them. Carol learns that blasting her powers at Darben while she's using the bangle only makes her stronger. Kamala tells Monica that Darben's bangle looks similar to her own bangle. Carol manages to rescue Monica but leaves Kamala behind. Kamala says, "I can't fly." She asks one of the Cree soldiers, "Do you have a spaceship I can borrow?" Carol arrives and reprimands Kamala. "Kamala, don't talk to them." Kamala can't believe her ears that Carol knows her name. Carol rescues Kamala. Darben takes Carol's interference as Skrull's betrayal. She strips Starnax of its atmosphere. Carol requests Emperor Droj to help the Skrulls evacuate. But Droj and the other Skrulls have nowhere else to go. Carol asks Kamala to get to the ship and not use her powers. Still, Kamala tries her best to save the Skrulls. When Carol gets back to her ship, she questions, Where's Kamala? Of course, she's trying to save the Skrulls. Kamala wants to save everyone, but Carol tells her, We need to save who we can. It should have been a big shock for anyone who worships their hero. For a moment there, Kamala should have questioned or doubted her hero worship for Carol. I wish there was a scene where Kamala tries to process all of this and tries to come to terms with it, or however she wanted to proceed from that point forward. Carol sends a transmission from her ship. Emperor Droge is upset with Carol. Carol reveals that the peace treaty was a ruse. Emperor Droj explicitly says that they don't need Carol's help. Carol reveals she has a friend who will find a safe place for them. Now, Carol has previously failed to find the Skrulls a new home. No wonder they don't trust her, nor do they need her help. We see a shot of Bifrost incoming. Valkyrie arrives to take the Skrulls from Emperor Droge's colony to provide them with refuge. Valkyrie is happy about the fact that Carol now has a team to work with. Valkyrie mentions being a part of unintentional teams herself, like the Revengers from Thor Ragnarok. Was it just me or there was something brewing between Carol and Valkyrie? I think they're in love. Kamala tells a scroll child that Captain Marvel will fix this. Carol is surprised at Kamala's optimism. So am I. At Hala, Darbin removes her mask and encourages her Cree people to breathe. So she took Tarnax's atmosphere and transferred it to Hala. We now see a flashback where Darben was one of the members of the Star Force. Darben tries to stop Carol from destroying the Supreme Intelligence but fails. Darben fought for 30 years to get to this point. Over at Carol's ship, she's trying to fix something. Monica uses her powers and helps Carol with 3 micrometer laser. Now Monica confronts Carol. Monica is upset because she thought Carol would be back before she knew it, but she never returned. Monica needed Carol to be there for her. Kids need their family. Kamala is now sporting Carol's t-shirt because there was nothing else to wear. Carol apologizes to Kamala for yelling at her. Kamala apologizes too. She even says, I'll drop everything for you. I'll drop out of high school. Carol says, Don't drop out of high school. Kamala has the same name conversation she's had with Carol in her imagination. You know the one where she says that Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel should not have a copyright issue because they're twinsies. The Marvels discuss if they are a team. Kamala tries to workshop code names for Monica. Kamala says, Professor Marvel, The Marvels, which is also the title of the film. Kamala now reveals the events of the TV show Ms. Marvel. I have covered both WandaVision and Ms. Marvel on Awesome Pod Mix. Do check out those podcasts. Kamala reveals that her great grandma Aisha gave the bangle to her daughter, who then gave it to her. Carol admits that she thought that these bangles were a myth, an ancient artifact. She clarifies that they are called quantum bands and they were forged in a pair. Kamala reveals that the inscription on the bangle reads, What you seek is seeking you. In the comics, the quantum bands were created by Eon. They were given to the protectors of the universe. Monica calls Darben's weapon a space hammer. Carol calls it a universal weapon while Kamala calls it a cosmic rod. I prefer cosmic rod. Kamala reveals about the star charts she witnessed on Darben's ship. When Carol inquires where did they lead to Kamala's answer is to the stars. Carol suggests using the Scroll memory technology to scan their memories. Monica is surprised to learn that Carol still uses them. Carol was never able to retrieve all her memories, so she still uses them. The Marvels use the Scroll memory technology to scan through their memories. All three of them are able to see and keep track of each other's memories. Over the split screen, they try to navigate and find the next location where Darben would attack. Carol destroys the Supreme Intelligence thinking it would give the Cree their freedom. She had no idea that the Cree would suffer like this. I'm sure she wants to help them but maybe she doesn't know how yet. We see a flashback of when Maria's cancer resurfaced and Carol visited her. So she was there for her best friend. And she must also have shaved her head in solidarity to show support for Maria. That's why her hair was short in Avengers Endgame. Carol confesses that it should have been Maria to get the powers. Stupid race to the hangar. I believe Earth-616 is the anomaly, the group of unexpected heroes. Maria tells Carol, remember to come home. When Kamala learns that Monica lost her mom to cancer, her first instinct is to hug her. Kamala even makes Carol join the group hug with Monica. The Marvels pull out the star map. They brainstorm over what Darben wants. Carol figures that the jump points are being used for transportation. Cree barely had breathable air and suffered drought. And now their son is dying. So, Darben needs breathable air, water and sun for the Kree. She already managed to get breathable air stripping off Tarnax's atmosphere. I would say Darben's wants as a villain are plausible and even noble. But it can't be at the expense of others' suffering. Darben will go to the Magellanic Galaxy next. Aladna is a planet located in the Magellanic Galaxy. Aladna is 99.3% water. Monica says, that's oddly specific. Kamala says, she's being weird. Monica questions, why are you being weird? So Kamala's family is on Sabre. Why is Kamala's family on Sabre? Amir calls his wife to inform her that they are on Sabre. Nick Fury says, it's classified. Nicholas J. Fury, how are you letting people spill classified information like this? Muniba is on a video call with Kamala. Muniba doesn't want Kamala to go on any space adventures. Kamala asks over the video call, Where are you, Abu? Yusuf responds, Jahannum Beta, which translates to, Hell, my child. Nick Fury informs the Marvels that Kamala's mom insisted they tag along with him. I understand that the Khan house was almost wrecked. Muniba is very much capable of threatening Nicholas Joseph Fury to get her to her daughter. I love that the Khan family is on Sabre. They provide a lot of humor and emotional support in the film. Carol informs Nick Fury that there's another surge and Kamala needs to stay with them. This is the best way to avoid the swapping. Kamala informs Muniba that there's another bangle and they need to get it from Darben or else the whole universe will be destroyed. Monica promises to keep Kamala safe. Nick Fury assures Muniba that Kamala will be fine. Muniba tells Kamala, "You tell her, main uski jaan le lungi." Translation: You tell Darben I will kill her. After this, Monica asks, "Kamala, what was that?" Kamala says nothing. I guess Kamala is overwhelmed thinking how much her family loves her. On Sabre, when the Flurkins behave weird, Muniba points it out to Fury. The flurkin is licking itself. I knew they were pregnant. I was like, that's where all the little flurkins come from toward the end. Kamala gets back to work shopping a code name for Monica like Firefly. Kamala says, Spectrum, vision. Carol says yes. Vision? No. Iman Valani said in an interview that the name Photon was deleted from the scene and they did shoot it. Beastie Boys intergalactic plays as the Marvels try to sync their switching. Monica is wearing the same 9-inch Nails t-shirt from Captain Marvel. The Marvels arrive at Aladna. Carol distributes comms and reveals she's kind of famous here. Carol also mentions that the language of Aladna is song. They won't understand you unless you sing. When they enter, there will be a ceremony. It's a musical planet. They begin with the song, Princess is Home. Kamala reacts, I like this. Why aren't you guys dancing? Carol doesn't want Monica to tell this to anyone. It was a marriage of convenience. She helped the prince with a legal issue. The Marvels meet the prince. The person introduces the two new faces and suggests one could be more cheerful. He's talking about Monica. He even addresses the three women as the Marvels. Monica reacts saying, How is that even a thing already? Monica asks Kamala, How many ideas for Captain Marvel fanfiction is it giving you? Kamala responds, So many. Prince Jan doesn't have to sing to communicate and comprehend. He's bilingual. That's a clever line. On Sabre, Yusuf is trying to get Dag to buy some insurance. I didn't know Yusuf was an insurance agent. Or is it just a fatherly advice he was giving? Dag reveals he's 306 years old. Is he an Asgardian? Fury examines the flurkin egg and considers it as an infestation. Over the PA, we hear 29 new objects detected. Over at Aladna, Kamala continues to workshop code names for Monica, saying, Lady of Light, Frequency, Pulsar. Prince Yan gives the Marvels new costume upgrades. The costume Kamala's mom Muneeba made for her was so much better. Monica strips off the wings-like thing in her costume. Monica's is the most comic-accurate costume. Apart from Monica's costume, I didn't like the other two costume upgrades. The Marvels discuss to keep the unintentional switching to a minimum. Carol and Monica plan to get a jump on Darben while Prince Yan keeps her distracted. Darben orders Prince Yan to kneel. Monica intervenes to save Prince Yan. Darben blasts Carol and Monica away using the Cosme rod. Prince Yan suggests Kamala to use the scarf as a weapon. Monica tries to stop Darben from opening a portal. The switch happens and Carol appears in Monica's place. Carol begs Darben not to do it. Darben says, You took everything from me. I'm just returning the favor. The switch happens and Kamala appears near Darben. Darben spots Kamala's bangle. That's the pair of the quantum band she was looking for. Now Darben wants Kamala's bangle. Monica tries to get Kamala back to the ship safe. Darben blasts Carol and Monica away. Darben opens a portal to transport water to Hala. Half of the evacuation pods at Saber go down because of the jump point's energy surge. Kamala and Monica safely make it back to Carol's ship. Monica tries to pilot the ship but first it goes down before she strikes a balance. As Carol smashes a bunch of rogue Darben's ships, Kamala says, "Oh, captain, my captain. This is a reference to Walt Whitman's poem, Leaves of Grass and Robin Williams' Dead Poet Society. Monica wants Carol to get back to the ship. Carol gets back and takes over the wheel from Monica. Monica informs, We are near a jump point. Carol responds, I can lose her. Kamala activates the jump point. Kamala makes the tough call to escape through the jump point. Carol's ship crash lands. The Marvels step out of the ship. Both Kamala and Monica were concerned why Carol was out of control. Carol reveals she destroyed the supreme intelligence on Hala and that's how she got the name Annihilator. That's the reason she never came back to Monica. Monica reminds Carol, that's not how family works. I just wanted you. Monica forgives Carol, saying you did the best you could. Carol is glad Monica is there for her and Kamala too. Kamala apologizes to Carol for not letting her be a real person. Both the conflicts between Carol and Monica and Carol and Kamala were resolved too quickly and easily. Carol reveals, Darbin is targeting every place I call home. There's a fire at Saber. There are 350 personnel that need to get to the evacuation deck now. The Flurkins' eggs hatch. There are only two functioning escape pods left. The Marvels arrive at Saber. We witness the Khan family reunion. All the newborn Flurkins herd Saber crew members. Memory by Barbara Streisand plays as the Flurkins swallow people at the Saber station. Kamala gets the Flurkins to swallow the Sabre crew members. Monica finds Darben's location as she searches through the Sabre system. One evacuation pod with the Flurkins is sent to the Earth. Muneeva gets the remaining Flurkins in another evacuation pod. Monica reveals that Darben wants the Earth's sun. I knew it. The Khan family says their bias to Kamala. Fury questions. Is it wise to take the bangle to the villain? My thoughts exactly. Monica explains. We need both the bangles to close the jump points. Alright, that's a plausible explanation. The Khan family, Nick Fury and some Flurkins escape in one evacuation pod. Amir starts to pray. Fury asks, Are you praying? Amir stops, but Fury encourages him saying, Don't stop. We need all the help we can get. We see the evacuation pod pass by the Copper Statue of Liberty with the shield. The evacuation pod crash lands on Earth and the sun goes dark. Carol arrives at Darben's ship. Monica is right behind Darben but invisible. Monica punches the switch happens and Kamala appears in her place. The Marvels fight against the villain Darben in sync. Darben gets crushed under a pillar and suffers a stab wound. Carol and Monica call truce with Darben. Monica suggests Carol can jumpstart Hala's son by going binary. Carol tries to save Darben but she takes her Cosme rod and almost crushes Kamala's head with it. Darben snatches Kamala's bangle. Darben, now wears the other quantum band? Carol warns Darben, you won't survive this. Of course Darben doesn't listen. Carol pushes Darben out into space. Darbin manages to tear a hole in space and time, but unfortunately, too much energy makes her dissipate. The marvels stop switching because no one is wearing the quantum bands. Kamala elongates her arms to save Carol and the quantum bands. Now Kamala has both the quantum bands. Monica says, she tore a hole in space and time. A different reality is bleeding into ours. Carol and Kamala need to blast Monica with the same amount of energy used to open the portal. Monica explains this will help her close the portal from the other side. Carol worries about the entanglement. Monica reveals that there's no entanglement anymore. Carol asks Kamala, Are you ready for this? Kamala responds, These bangles travel through space and time to find me. I was born for this. Bismillah. Carol and Kamala share their energies with Monica. Monica glows. Carol says, Maria would be proud. Monica says, higher, further, faster. Carol repeats, higher, further, faster. Monica starts to repair the jump point. Carol wants Monica to come over to their side before the portal closes. Monica reveals that she can't do that. Carol flies over to the jump point to save Monica. Monica always knew that she would have to stay on the other side. Carol cries as she's unable to save Monica. Monica fixes the barrier and gets stuck on the other side. Why did Monica have to repair the UNTN from the other side? It makes no sense. I was like, what are you trying to do, Monica? Carol and Kamala hug to console each other for Monica's loss. Kamala lands on Earth in Carol's ship. Who was piloting the ship? When Fury inquires about Monica, Kamala says, Monica got stuck on the other side trying to repair the jump point. Carol has gone to fulfill a promise. Carol jumpstarts Hala's son by passing through it using her binary powers. Saber is being fixed. They tried to track Monica but no luck. Over the trees, the text appears, Louisiana. Carol moves to Monica's house as Kamala and the Khan family help her with the big move. Muneeba tells Amir that it's a great place to start a family. Amir completely ignores what his mother says. Carol and Kamala sit in Maria's old plane. Carol can't fly it because she doesn't have the key. She'll look after it until Monica gets back. Kamala says, This got me thinking. Cut to a shore of New York cityscape at night. Kate Bishop enters her apartment and feeds Lucky the pizza dog. Kate says, Pizza delivery! Kamala is waiting in the shadows. She tries to recruit Kate Bishop. It's a reference to the post credit scene of Iron Man when Nick Fury recruited Tony Stark for the Avengers. Kamala says, Hi, Kate Bishop. Kate replies, Can I help you? Kamala says, Did you think you were the only kid superhero in the world? Kate replies, I'm 23. Kamala says, Oh, I've been reading up on you. Kamala shows Kate the tablet in her hand. Kate inquires, where did you get that? Kamala replies, I found it under my couch. You just became a part of a larger universe, which at the moment is just me mostly. I do have feelers out though. Did you know Ant-Man had a daughter? Kate cuts to the chase. What do you want? Kamala replies, I am putting together a team and I want you on it. Please? Kate smiles. This is a tease for the Young Avengers. Iman Vellani is the heart of the Marvels. She's effortless and affable as Kamala Khan and the Khan family is adorable. mid credit scene. Monica wakes up to find Maria by her side. Monica says, Mom, Mom, Mom. Maria responds, Mom? Monica says, It's you. I missed you so much. I'm so sorry. Maria doesn't recognize Monica when she addresses her as mom. That means she doesn't have a daughter in this universe. Hank McCoy enters, inquiring about the mysterious visitor. Maria feels Monica is a little disoriented. Monica asks, Where are we? What happened? Hank McCoy informs that she was rescued by Binary. They were hoping she would fill in the blanks. How did she manage to cross through a tear in space-time? She's in a parallel reality. Maria says, I'll take it from here. Hank McCoy informs that Charles awaits an update. In the wide shot, we see Maria sporting both the quantum bands. We hear the theme of two films, X2, X-Men United and X-Men Days of the Future Past. Maria questions Monica, who are you? She's your daughter from another universe. Monica replies, "Oh shit." Over the Marvel Studios logo, we hear the sound of a Flurkin squealing. I'll be back covering What If Season 2. Until then, you can listen to The Awesome Pod Mix and subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts and Good Pods. If you like what I'm doing, you can support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash awesomepodmix. Thanks for listening.